Dang it, are they coming out of the sea? There's another one of them. Hey, you there! Special Agent Kristen Luke watched with detached interest as a Seattle field office special agent, she'd forgotten his name already, raised a hand and marched away from the shore toward two people with buckets near the water's edge. Shit! The agent splashed through the edge of the tidal pool and kicked off the water. A horn blasted somewhere out in the Puget Sound, revealing the presence of a cargo ship in the thick fog hugging the silvery water. Luke brought her eyes back down to a twenty-one-armed starfish at her feet. Its red appendages moved imperceptibly. Luke! She turned toward the crowd of suits and white-clad forensic techs milling near a tent. Swain stood further up the beach, waving his hand overhead. She stepped through the rocky, wet sand toward her partner and passed the scene. Wafts of human feces and decay tickled her nose, tinging foul the salty, rain-drenched air. She kept her eyes on Swain as far as the high tide mark, then concentrated on stepping over the driftwood. She reached him and squeezed his arm. I'm sorry, Jake. Swain looked at her. His electric blue eyes had lost their spark and threatened to spill tears down his stubbled cheeks. Let's go. I want to see him. Her partner had been sitting in the car for the past ten minutes, gathering his wits. Now he led the way with sure steps. They stopped at the crime scene tape manned by an agent with a clipboard. We're from Snohomish, Swain said. Names? Special Agents Kristen Luke and Jake Swain. The agent scribbled on the clipboard and whistled over his shoulder toward the tent. Hunt, the Snohomish agents. Inside the tent, a squat man clad in white rose from a kneeling position. His eyes were hidden behind glasses reflecting harsh lights. A single raindrop slapped Luke's ear, and a breeze brought in a blast of drizzle. Months ago, she would have flinched and made a snarky comment about the persistence of the crappy weather. Now she zipped up her FBI jacket and flipped up the hood like she was scratching her nose. Hey, Special Agent Keith Hunt. Hunt put out a rubber-gloved hand and pantomimed shaking. Jeez, here comes the rain again. News this morning said forty-two days straight. Swain stared the Special Agent down. Sorry. Come on, follow me close. They ducked under the tape, Swain first, Luke second. Hunt slowed and turned. His eyes were brown and big, eyebrows creased in concern. I take it you two knew Special Agent Hooper well? Swain grunted while Luke nodded. In truth, Luke hadn't known Hooper well, not as friends like Swain had. She'd seen the man around the office plenty, but he was the kind who seemed to shut off when she was close by. She was an extremely attractive woman. She was intelligent enough to know that, and the brains of many men closed down when she came into the room. Then there were those whose hormones went hyperactive. Both were annoying. A few months ago, she'd discovered that if she spoke about the Seahawks, Hooper's eyes would light up, and he'd talk her out of the coffee room. But she rarely had much to say about football, so that tactic had been short-lived. Hunt lowered his eyes and continued, giving a wide berth to a row of plastic evidence tents. Footprints, just the two joggers who found the body this morning. Other than that... Looks like he took quite a swim with the high tide. Sorry, he was lifted and moved with the high tide. Washed up. Got it, Luke said, eyeing her partner. Swain pushed six foot four, and with the lip scar, could come off intimidating. But he ignored their conversation, 
eyes glued to the body on the beach. Hunt walked another few paces and stopped just outside the tent. Here, please. For the first time, Luke allowed herself to stare at Hooper's corpse. He was face down, displaying an exit wound at the back of his head. Luke studied the sand, saw tiny tracks leading to and from his skull, and knew crabs would have been dining when Hooper was discovered that morning. First responders' footprints here. Hunt pointed in the sand. Seattle PD came first, saw the FBI badge in his pocket, and gave us a call. Hunt shrugged like the rest was history they all knew, which they did. The Seattle field office had called Snohomish minutes later, and now, after an hour of biblical Thursday morning rush hour traffic, here they were, 